0: Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams it all starts now. As you may or may not know, I am currently on maternity leave. I feel like if you've been around here for a while, you definitely know that I am. And I just want to say thank you so much to each and every single one of you that have reached out with messages of love and support. It really means the absolute world to me, and it has been a joy to be with you throughout this past year. It's crazy that we will soon be coming up to a year before we know it that this podcast has been active and live and I have just cherished each and every single conversation that we have had. Now we're doing something a little special for the time that I am away. What we're doing is bringing in the most popular episodes to date to encourage you, to inspire and motivate you. Some of these episodes, many of you actually replayed more than once. So what that tells me is that if you're new around here, you need to hear these. They are going to empower you in your life and in your business, and you are going to feel so much clarity on building your business, being productive, increasing your revenue, and gaining massive momentum, all right? So buckle up for the next few weeks. You are in for a real treat. I hope you enjoy, and I cannot wait to be back with you again soon. Hello and welcome, my dear, beautiful friend. We are here at the third episode, which is very surreal for me, and I just want to thank you for showing up and for committing your time to these episodes. I want to let you know that your time is so valuable to me and that I am committed to ensuring that every time you show up. That I show up even more for you. Today's lesson is a teaching that we all need a reminder of. It is a lesson on building a business that is authentically yours. Now, after eight years of witnessing, supporting, and guiding other entrepreneurs to their breakthroughs, and after my own journey of building my own business, I am here to bring you everything that I have learned on this topic and it is a juicy one. It is going to be so good. So before we continue, since this one is at the heart of our success or our lack of fulfillment, lack of profits, frustration, overwhelm, I want to encourage you to be a light yourself and contribute in sharing this message of hope and of breakthrough to others. If you have a friend, a loved one, an acquaintance, or a peer that you know needs to hear this message, please be that light. Listen to that voice within that's guiding you to share. Share it on your story, on a post, in a text. You know, call up a friend and talk about this topic after. Do some journaling after this. Spend time really connecting with these ideas because it is in your reflection after the fact that you will gain the most applicable. Action based plan that is perfect for you. All right. Right now, I want you to open your heart. I want you to open your mind. I want you to take a big, deep breath with me. We are just getting present right now and we are opening our minds to new perspectives and new possibilities so that our business is, yes, profitable, that it thrives, that it serves the world and gives an impact, but that it is fulfilling to us, that it brings joy into our life, that our business supports that which we desire most. And oftentimes that's freedom. And freedom comes in many different ways. It can come in the form of money, which we often think of, but also the form of time, the freedom to do what we please, And so whatever you term freedom, whatever you term success, today's episode is going to guide you through six major points that you are going to want to activate in your own life. There's five, one of them is a bonus. And I do have notes here. So if you're on YouTube, you are going to see me looking down and checking my notes. I want to make sure that I am serving you and staying on track with what I have here to teach you. So I have watched Hundreds of business owners build their businesses and they went after what they thought they wanted. They left their nine to five to pursue this idea of freedom that comes with the entrepreneurship journey. And the one thing that I have learned beyond a shadow of a doubt in my own life and in my students' lives is that if you build a business that is not from your soul, that is not directed from within, that really and truly you're exchanging one job for another job. Oftentimes there's more hours, more responsibility, and there's frustration and overwhelm and a disconnect from the deeper why of why did you get into this business in the first place? Oftentimes photographers that I have coached and entrepreneurs that I have coached will look around and say, why am I doing this? What is this all for? This isn't what I thought it would be. I've seen people reach their financial goals and still feel this emptiness or this gap. And what I know to be true is that really there is no amount of money that is going to bring your fulfillment. There is no amount of money that is going to bring you your joy. Now, money certainly is a point of freedom because it allows you to do the things that you want to do without restriction or limitation. So it's a beautiful thing. And I am all about it. I love money, it's great, I wanna help you get more of it, and I'm going to here on the show. But the abundance in your life is a reflection of the abundance within. And if you ever have heard this, more money, more problems, it is so true in the form of responsibility. It comes in the form of more to handle, more to manage. When you are working a nine to five, you fill one job title most of the time. And as an entrepreneur, in the beginning, you wear all the hats. Now, I am going to have an episode from teaching you six figures to your first million dollars. So get ready. There is so many things that us entrepreneurs attach to and limit ourselves on when it comes to business growth. So stay tuned. I have so much more coming for you. But we have to address this matter here today, is you building a business that is authentically yours. Now, look, I have experienced this myself. I'll never forget the first time that I reached a million dollars. I remember being like, oh my gosh, this is way more responsibility than I thought it was. And it reminded me of the saying, to whom much is given, much is expected. And it's true. And that could be its own episode there, is how to handle your responsibilities in a way that doesn't overwhelm you and doesn't frustrate you. It really is all in your perspective. And I have so, again, you guys, my heart is bursting at the brim, brimming over, however you say it. It is just overflowing with compassion for you and a desire to tell you everything that I have for you. But right now, today, we're going to center in on you building your business from your soul. So that it is authentic to you. Because what I have discovered in my own experience, you remember I was 19 years old, I was a single mom, broken in college. I had to really push and hustle in the beginning. I had to really commit all of my time. I made a lot of sacrifices with my family, with my health, with my overall joy, my value, like we are sharing in the episodes on my story. You will see that my value was deeply rooted in my success. But this desire to gain my value from something outside of myself was established very, very young. If you listened to the last episode, you know that. And if you haven't, go back and listen. We all establish this belief that we need to gain our value from the things outside of us, which, for example, your business, your business succeeding. A lot of times we attach our worth to our value. You know, oftentimes I'll hear in marketing from other coaches in the industry or multiple industries at that, where they say your worth is more than that when we're thinking of the prices of the services we offer. And I disagree with that so deeply. Your value is beyond a number. It is not something that you can give actual value to. It is beyond the word value. It is limitless. You are the miracle. You are the life essence that is you. What you do as a career is a part of your experience on this planet and a part of what you give back, but it is not where your value is found, my friend. It is not number one in what I have for you today, but it is certainly a part of your foundation in building your business because if you are attaching your value of self in your business You will never be fulfilled. It will never be enough. And you will constantly be wanting more to receive more recognition for the perfect strategy. And no matter how much money you make, you're going to find the areas that are not right, that need to be fixed. And you're quickly going to move on to another goal without celebrating yourself. And this is a trap. You can only push and hustle for so long before what you are doing is not fun. When your business isn't soul-driven, let me tell you how that manifests in the marketplace. You actually don't stand out. You don't convert the clients that you deeply desire, the ones that are aligned for you. And you often find yourself at a financial ceiling. You are often going to feel full of questions and doubts and confusion And this feeling that something isn't right, that there's more for me and I don't know how to get it. And there's this frustration of seeking the answers on YouTube, on Google, on Instagram, from coaches, and really wanting to figure out what's going to work because you don't have the answers. And you may feel also led by your soul in one direction, this deep inner nudge, this push, But logically, you don't see how it's going to make money. And so you avoid showing up for that calling, for that deeper knowing, and you keep doing what you see others doing. Because by golly, if it's working for them and they're successful, then it should work for me. And then you end up doing all this work and having all these things on your to-do list that you think are going to make you successful because it's working for other people and it doesn't, right? (laughs) You look around and you're like, what is going on? And that is where all that confusion comes. That's where you look at a marketplace and it's just completely saturated with the same look, same feel, same vibe, same offer. And there leads to not a lot of original business owners, not a lot of original ideas. And I want to tell you the wild truth that most business coaches don't talk about. It is becoming more popular to talk about this, which makes me so excited because I'm not here to be the only light worker. I'm not here to be the only one with a good message. We need so many more people who are compassionate, who are supportive to the nature of the soul, who are speaking positivity and possibility to other people. I'm not doing this on my own. And I make space for others. If you feel led to do so, you make a difference, not just in your podcast, like you feel like you need a podcast or any other way. You know, you don't need to be a coach to do this, to make impact. You can make this impact by the conversations you have in your day-to-day life, by what you post on your story, because each, every single person that you interact with matters. Okay, here's that wild truth. If you are fighting against your soul, you will never fulfill your highest potential in service, in impact, or in your financial possibility. You will never feel your wholeness, your power, and your passion for what you do. The original why will be lost. And in essence, you create this self-made jail sale. So if you're in that place of, okay, Marissa, I have this business. I want it to be successful. It is successful. Whatever the case is, you just feel this kind of void, this frustration, this overwhelm. I'm going to give you some food for thought. In my own experience, you know, I remember whenever I would, you know, I first began, you know, as a photographer and building my own business and I began to notice what other people were doing in the industry. I began to see these beautiful photos, these destinations, and these editorials that people were creating. And for me, there was such a push to measure up, to create what I saw, that there was such a drive to do it that I then lost connection with what do I uniquely want to create. And that part of me that was – You know, my superpower, the masterful genius artist, was lost. I denied that part of myself so that I could do what others were doing. I wasn't able to break through that financial ceiling until I decided enough is enough. I have seen this amongst multiple industries where we go after what we think is successful, what we see others doing, and we are filled with so many actions on our plate. That we sacrifice so much, we say yes to too many things that we are not centered on what makes us unique, what we were born to do, the impact that we were born to give, and we fight so much against it. So, here are some questions that I want you to really start to think about and to reflect on. I want you to start by asking yourself what am I doing because I'm telling myself I have to or I should? How often do I compare myself and my offers to others? How does this make me feel? The more you focus on the shoulds and others, the more time you waste. So I want you to become aware of the ideas you have and how you deny yourself permission to do what you feel led to do because you are negotiating with yourself. You are talking yourself out of it because logically this path actually makes sense and this inner knowing and nudge that you have within doesn't make financial sense. You don't have the clear picture. It doesn't have the end goal or vision that you think you need. So you are repelling and pushing against what you are to experience and what you should have. I want to give you this right now. Your soul never says you should or you have to. It's never going to put you down. It's never going to be critical of you. It's never going to tell you what you're doing is not enough and that you are not enough. It is always going to be compassionate. It's always going to allow free will for you to, yes, go after the things that you think you should, because when you do, there's wisdom, and that wisdom blossoms. And so right now, I want you to be very careful if you are feeling this sense of guilt or shame that you are placing upon yourself because you're like, yeah, Marissa, that sounds like me, <laughs> don't, don't do that to yourself, all right? Give yourself compassion for seeing it. Give yourself compassion for seeing your innocence in this that you have only meant good for yourself, for others, and for your business, okay? But today is a chance to move on. Now, these questions I want you to continue to come back to because your awareness is the gift. Your awareness, your conscious awareness of the patterns at hand are what will make the breakthrough possible, the transformation possible, okay? Now, these are simple and obvious. Oftentimes, the most profound truths are simple, but they're patterns of thought and energy. And every time that you are fixating on the logical path that your soul maybe isn't leading you to, but you're doing it because you think you have to, again, you're talking yourself out of where you're being led and into another path because it makes more sense, you are giving away your creativity and you're denying yourself of discovering the hidden magic of you. In a very real sense, you are living a lie an illusion. Limiting thoughts surround these behaviors. And when you are in this place, you are never going to tap into your fullest potential. So let's dive into these six steps. One is a bonus. So we'll say five steps with a bonus. All right. So step one, we're getting into it. I really want to encourage you to come back to really sit with this To reflect, to ponder, to journal when you can put pen to paper. We are driven to consume more content. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, we often want more how to's and strategies, and all of that is powerful. But if we don't do the deeper work, which doesn't have to be hard, it can be fun, but we can't rush through it. We have to allow it to occur within us as it should, as it is meant to for us. And if you are just listening and you move on, you will still gain. You will still expand because your subconscious will continue to bring these ideas to you throughout this week, throughout this month, and you will benefit. Absolutely. But if you genuinely are wanting transformation, I encourage you to come back to this episode to really be honest with yourself, to reflect on all the ways that you're pushing against your soul. Now, here in step one, it's about identifying which voice you're going to listen to. There is a popular term called the ego. I like to also reference it as the identity. So, for example, I am Marissa. Marissa is my identity, it is not my soul. All right, now follow me, be with me on this journey here. I am Marissa. I have been a photographer. I am a mom. I am a wife. I am on this podcast with you, and I am a coach. I'm a writer, I am a speaker, okay? These are labels that identify who I am. If we are not careful, our identity creates limitation. We believe that we need to fit into a box or a stereotype or to fulfill certain qualities or responsibilities of the identity. And when we are operating from the identity, We are using our brain. Now, our brain is powerful. None of this is actually bad. The ego is not bad. It is how we function in this world. It is how we are who we are. It's how we have memory. It's how we learn. It's how we grow. It's not a bad thing. But in certain circumstances, what will happen is our survival instincts will kick in. And our brain is adapted to be aware of problems and things that need to be fixed. Our brain is not the best at recognizing all the good all around us and being grateful all the time. Now, for some of us, it may come a little more natural. For some of us, we are constantly looking at what needs to be fixed. We're constantly looking at the problems. We're looking at the lack. We're looking at the problems of the world, of our lives, of the people around us, what they should do, what we should do, we're judging everything. And it just creates this limitation. Because when we're fixated on the problems, we are, again, as I said before, we're wasting time. We could be solving problems. We could be finding solutions. We could be creating and finding more inspiration and tapping into our inner most deepest desires but we are denying that experience when all we do is focus on the problems and the ego, the identity, tends to focus on the problems. It tends to operate logically and with rationality and will make sure that it has to make sense. Now, the soul is the ancient part of us. It is the part of us that is, will always be, and is eternal. It is the part of us that is us, there are lessons and wisdom stored within our soul. It does also make us who we are. There's memory stored in the form of emotion in our soul. And it is, in many ways, our soul and our spirit is the life force that brings and animates our being into form. The brain is what articulates and understands the thoughts that we receive. The ego... Plans, strategizes, you know, logical. That's the brain. Okay. That's the ego. Again, the brain is not bad. Brain is good. We like our brains. We need our brains. It's helpful for us. Okay. The soul knows. The soul always knows. The soul is what is with us forever. It's who we are forever. We will always be connected to this ancient part of ourselves. It is who we were before we came into this life. It's who we will be after we leave this life. And our soul is here in this life, at this time in history, for a specific reason, for a specific lesson and experience. And we are here to tap into that. We spend our entire lives connecting to what that is and discovering that journey. But oftentimes, the soul will speak to us and guide us. It is the part of us that is connected to God you have you ever followed a strategy for business growth only to feel stuck i get it if you don't know my story you should because i haven't always had the success i have today i had only once dreamed of photographing the fashion designs and people i'm paid to photograph today i come from humble beginnings i began my career as a 19 year old single mom broke and in college i made a lot of guesses and mistakes along the way I struggled for years to attract clients that would pay higher prices and dreamed of photographing high-end fashion designs and stunning venues. I wanted more. So I became obsessed with figuring out how. And I did. I created a process that changed everything. And since 2015, this process has been proven and tested by hundreds of photographers just like you. It works. I've refined it over the years, and I've decided to teach it to you for free. Yep, for free. I've taken the past 15 years of experience and I've boiled it down into one training. I'm calling it the four secrets to your wildly profitable photography business. And for a limited time, it's available to you for free. (laughs) Get in there and access all of the gold because if you are ready to stand out from the crowd, book dream clients with predictability and scale to 10,000 to 25,000 K months, click the link in the description because it won't be available for long. And I'll see you in class. Now, the soul is full of faith and acceptance. The soul doesn't fight against the moment. It flows with the moment. The identity, on the other hand, because it's so fixated on problems, tends to focus and be full of fear and doubt. I want you to begin to notice when one shows up And when the other is there, okay, get familiar with what you are acting out of fear or faith. When you're thinking about your business, are you full of faith or full of fear? Are you confused or with full of certainty? This is going to shed a lot of light on how you're operating your business. Step two is to begin to listen to the right voice, the voice of faith. The voice of certainty, the voice that believes without a doubt that your desires already exist in another future. So, if it already exists in the future, how could I possibly fail? It's already done, it's already mine, it's already on its way. So, all I need to do today is act in faith and listen to the gentle, simple, sweet whisper of my soul. Now, in my experience, this discernment of which voice to listen to it gets kind of tricky. It's kind of hard at first to identify which is which. We are so good at negotiating with ourselves. It can be very challenging to really understand, okay, which voice is which. It's just like riding a bike. At first, it's going to be a challenge, but your commitment to it, to showing up for yourself, to yourself, is what will begin this beautiful journey of discovering the magic that is you. So, when you are connecting, you're going to start to hear your soul, that gentle nudge. And it always feels good. It feels right deep within. But oftentimes, it might feel a little risky or a little scary. I want to challenge you today to do it anyway. Do it anyway. And the more that you do what your soul is nudging you to do, the more that you will notice the difference in the voice. The more that you will trust the voice because you'll see the manifestation that comes from listening to that deeper voice, the more that your energetic signature will be in a state of receivership. And the only way that you are going to be able to connect to this voice of your soul, that gentle, loving whisper, is to spend time with yourself. That can be when you go to the bathroom, do a couple minutes of deep breathing, It could be in the morning when you wake up, you could journal. There are many practices that we as human beings have created of connecting with ourselves. One of my favorite forms of connecting with my soul and God that is guiding me every step of the way is meditation. Meditation is a way of building a connection with yourself, with the future that you desire, And it is a way of building faith. It is also a way of practicing, cultivating the emotions that you want to feel on a daily basis. And as you do, you are strengthening the muscles of your brain to be able to return to those joyful, peaceful, loving emotions. Studies show that after eight weeks of meditating, in fact, on MRI scan, your brain physically shows differences. And so, meditation is a powerful practice. So, number one is get familiar with the ego and the soul. Identify which voice you've been listening to. And step two is to start to listen to the soul. And step two could take you a year, it could take you five years. Some people spend their entire lives fighting against listening to their soul. So, this is not like this thing that just you go, you're like, okay, I'm going to. Activate this in my life. I'm going to do it today. It is something that requires compassion for yourself and grace for yourself because you can't get mad at yourself that you're not listening to your soul because you getting mad at yourself in itself is the ego. The soul always accepts the journey and sees it as beautiful and what's right for you. So trust that even in your struggle, even in the confusion or the questioning, that you are still. On the journey that's right for you, because it is in your struggle that you find your breakthrough, that you gain your wisdom. Now, step three is give yourself credit. All right. Honor all of your story. Give yourself credit for who you are today and where you are today. Until you do so, you will never stand in the boldness of who you are. And what I mean by this is oftentimes working with entrepreneurs, in the very beginning, there's this theme of, you know, I'm in this situation because of this. There's another circumstance, whether it is the way that they grew up, whether it is a relationship that failed that was supporting them financially, and now they have to pick up the pieces. There's many different circumstances, whether it's, you know, a physical illness or whatever it is. We so eagerly, willingly, hand over our power, because we take what is our responsibility and we say, well, actually it's not. Now, I wanna take a moment here and create space to say, I honor that your circumstances may have created challenges for you. I honor that you are in a position today because perhaps some of the past wasn't what you wanted. I have lived that. I understand that deeply, and I see you. However, if you continue the pattern of saying, I'm here because of this, then you are giving away your power. You're removing the responsibility of what you do next. Things are going to continue to show up in your life. I can promise you that. You are going to continue to have different experiences that you didn't expect. But it is whenever you take responsibility for who you are today, where you are today, and say, you know, it might not even be totally where you want to be, but it's better than many other things that I'm sure you can think of. You still need to honor your story, take responsibility for your life, and give yourself credit for where you are. Because you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't experience all that you did, if you didn't carry yourself through. Your soul, it is the source of life that has loved you into this moment. Your heart has continued to beat. Breath and your lungs have been continue to be available to you. And this unconditional love will always be there for you. And it is up to you to accept that love and to give yourself credit. So let's go ahead and move on. All right. So step four is to release judgment of yourself and of others. When you celebrate others for their wins, you create awareness that there is more than enough to go around. So if you are living in this space of scarcity or lack and just feeling like who's gonna pay this for my idea, for my service or product? Who's gonna show up and believe in this value that I have to offer? Like people right now are struggling financially. Who am I to charge this? You know, there's other people doing what I wanna do. Let me tell you, my friend, there is no one that is you doing this. And so when you acknowledge other people's success, You are, like I said, you're removing this idea of scarcity. You are showing yourself that there's more than enough to go around, and you are actually showing your brain that there's proof that what you desire is possible. And if it's possible, then you can do it. The problem with judgment and jealousy is that when you activate those emotions, jealousy specifically, you are activating the belief that... Someone else has it, and you can't get it, or that you're not worthy of it. When you celebrate them, you celebrate all that is good within you. You are freeing yourself from judging yourself, the less that you judge others. So, you know, I would say when we're thinking about things that keep people stuck, two things that are the top two of the list is judgment and patience. We have to be patient. We can't rush through our life. We can't rush through our successes. There's a season for everything. There is a moment for every emotion. And every experience that we have is meant for us, even when we don't want it. And we place judgment. We fight against it. And we want it now. And that energy is low vibes. It's not the energy that's going to activate your brain in a way that you see beauty that you see possibility, that you see unlimited options for yourself. Because when you are judging, you are putting it in a box, saying it has to be a certain way. You are judging yourself. If your soul is leading you on a certain path, but you're judging how ridiculous it is, how successful do you think that's going to go? Now, another part of this, step four, is I want you to be careful how much power you give to other people's opinions. Because the most important opinion that you need to listen to when it comes to your life and your business is your own. We give so much power to other people's opinions. I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs I've worked with that told me this is my dream, but my family doesn't support me. And in my own experience, I remember the first time we were getting into real estate, we were purchasing a $2.5 million building with five apartments in it and one commercial unit, so six units altogether. It was three stories in New Orleans. And I told a family member, and they said, you better get ready to start cleaning bathrooms at 2 a.m. Guess what? I have never showed up to clean a bathroom at 2 a.m. or to fix a toilet at 2 a.m. That has never happened. But that belief in that individual's mind has kept them from ever considering pursuing real estate because they believe that it's going to wreck their lives and their schedule. So they never would even consider doing it. So it's these beliefs within ourselves, but also the power that we give other people when they're sharing their beliefs with us that then limit the actions that we take. So really consider how many times are you following other people's opinions and how much honor and validity do you give to your own opinions? All right, step five is identify your strengths. Now, it's not to say that your weaknesses aren't going to become your strengths because ultimately that's the goal. We want to take responsibility for our lives, like I said, and we want our weaknesses to evolve. That's the beautiful gift of life. We are not stagnant. We're not stuck unless we believe we are. But in building a business, identifying your strengths, your passions, making a list of what you are genuinely, ferociously being led to is going to be your guidepost for the services and the offers and the products that you can bring to your business. Because when you are passionate about what you are doing, you are going to show up for your client in a way that allows them to feel understood, heard, and seen. And when that happens, oh boy, get ready for those profits to soar. Get ready for your fulfillment to be overflowing because it is in your passion and your strengths and the soul listening to that voice of love, giving yourself compassion, that you will gain unthinkable momentum. Now here's your bonus for today. Step six, I want you to focus on what feels good. Because I believe that life is not meant to just look good. When it comes to manifesting your dream life, which we will talk much more about together in the future, we often think about, as human beings, manifesting physical form, like a big house, beautiful design furniture. Maybe it's a way we want to look. Maybe it is a vehicle that we hope to drive. But ultimately, it's all about what we feel. Because when you think about it in all actuality, what you're really seeking in your life is a feeling. To feel powerful, to feel free, to feel abundant, to feel love, to feel joy, to feel like you're in an adventure, to feel like a child, to feel the wonder of life, to feel fulfilled. So really focus on what feels good. Don't put off the good feeling for the future. I'll do this now because it's going to feel good later. Whenever I first started my own journey, I told myself, you know, I need to get my business to a certain point before I start coaching. Even though I had many entrepreneurs reaching out to me wanting me to teach them, I still was like resisting. It was right in front of me, but I was convincing myself, no, I need to be good enough. (laughs) I need to be at this certain point to be able to help others. And it was such a lie. And I also recall, you know, even though it felt so good to coach, it felt so fulfilling, it felt free when I finally listened. I also remember booking weddings and clients or giving offers that I did because logically it meant dollar signs in my bank account. But deep down, I knew without a shadow of a doubt that it wasn't the right thing. But I told myself, okay, Marissa, we're going to do this now so that in the future, you can have the life you want. Because that's what it's all about, right? Is like, my dream life is in the future. My dream life is over there. It's not today. And so we make these sacrifices because we tell ourselves that this is going to result in my dream life. But like I said before, when it comes to your abundance in your bank account, it first begins from within. And so if you are making decisions today for your business that don't feel good, then it will manifest into a greater frustration and a greater overwhelm. And it will not feel good. The responsibilities you have, the commitments you make will not feel good. And that is where most businesses fail. Most businesses fail, yes, financial, but the deeper reason most businesses fail is because the entrepreneur or the business owner that goes after what was first a passion becomes a distraction, becomes an overwhelm, becomes something that doesn't feel good anymore. But the thing is, is this can be turned around in any moment and you have the power. You have the power to reconnect with your soul to realize the parts of yourself that are going into this idea of you should do this. Oh, oh, don't do that. Oh, you're not doing it the right way. The part of you that is bullying yourself, the part of you that's looking at others and saying you should do it that way because they're doing it that way. And I want to remind you, life should feel good, not just look good. Okay? Now, I want to close with this analogy. I want you to imagine that there are two people dancing. And one is your ego and one is the soul. When you are in this dance of life, of experience of self, you are having a beautiful dance and everything is going beautifully. And you begin your business and it's smooth. You're turning heads. People are just like, oh, look at them. They're doing it. Look at them go. And you're feeling it. You don't even care that they're looking at you, that you're just like, yes, this is so good. But then all of a sudden you say the ego, the identity, rationalizes and creates this logical story that that dance move doesn't look good. We're going to do this other dance move that has five steps instead of two. And so you start pushing this dance move with your partner. And all of a sudden it looks like chaos. It's like, do they even know how to dance at all? What are they doing? Have you ever seen that? That is so off, right? And you feel it. It doesn't feel good anymore. You're like trying to force them to do these dance moves with you, and you are pushing against what once was beautiful and whole. And that is much like life and business. When we push against our soul when we push against what we are meant for, we are never going to feel good. We are never going to stand out in the marketplace. We are never going to create these offers that have never been offered before or these products for problems that have never been solved before. We're never gonna think creatively outside of what is already known. We're never gonna tap into the unknown. And your soul, your dance partner, you are guiding you leading you with love and compassion and gentleness. We'll give free will and say, no big deal, you wanna go that way, that's fine. But how much more successful, both internally, mentally, emotionally, and financial, do you think your business will be whenever you are in alignment with your soul, when you are doing what you were created to do, when your soul is full and your heart is full and your day's, are full, that is when your business will skyrocket in a way that you never thought imaginable. The way that you dream, that dream way over there, it can happen faster than you know. And that is in manifestation, what I like to call collapsing time. When you are in alignment with your soul and you are acting as though that dream is already here and you're living in that desired reality today. Regardless of the situations and circumstances around you, that is when you collapse the timeline and you tap into that dream and it manifests faster than you could ever imagine. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, I want you to get familiar with the voice of the ego and the identity and the soul. Begin to listen to the right voice, the one that is full of faith, full of possibility, unlimited thought and create space to spend time with yourself. Step three is give yourself credit for where you are today and take responsibility for the path that your life is on. Step four, release judgment of self and of others. Celebrate their wins because when you do, you are celebrating yourself. Don't give power to too many people's opinions. Remember, your opinion is the most important. Step five is identify your strengths and your passions. Make a list of the things that you're being nudged to do that you keep procrastinating and putting off or talking yourself out, negotiating with yourself of why right now isn't the right time. And your bonus, or step six, is focus on what feels good. Stop saying yes to things that don't feel good. Your business is yours. And the strategies out there, they can work, yes. But remember that if you are not building it from within, it will never be fulfilling. It will never be as profitable as it could be. And if you desire clients to come to you and say, oh my gosh, I've never been treated this way, or oh, I can't believe I found this product. I can't believe someone solved this problem. I need this. I have to have it. That comes with alignment of your soul. Because the unimaginable, becomes imaginable. The things that you just hope and dream for become possible for you. And again, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey. But the more that you commit to this journey, the more trust you build within yourself, the more confidence you have, the more action you take, the more momentum you gain, the more money that rolls on in, baby, and you deserve it. You must believe that you are worthy. You must begin to tap into your soul because it is where your dreams live. Your business, let's make it yours. It happens today. And I want to hear what big takeaways you gain from today's episode. I want you to post in your story, send me a DM, write me an email, let me know your biggest sticking points, your breakthroughs, and I encourage you, again, share this with three people who need to hear this message, who are pushing through their business and convincing themselves that all these things must be done to be successful so that they can begin to also tap into the truest authentic self, the truest authentic business that is already there. It's just waiting for them to go after it and to listen and to trust because you are always so much more capable than you could ever imagine. And that's all we have for today. I love and adore you. I see you right where you are. You are doing such a phenomenal job. And I want you, as we close this episode, to give yourself credit and honor all that you are, because that is only when you step into your boldness and start to build the business that is truly authentically yours. All right, my friend, we are out. And I will see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug, and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible, and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net, where I have created opportunities for you to connect, expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.